How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show. Massive weekend of sports. Sats here with Sats and Rat for Sports Day. And welcome to all the listeners through the Super Radio Network, 1170 in Sydney, 6.93 a.m. at SENQ and 1620 on the Gold Coast. And if you're listening on the app, welcome to the show. If you're listening later on for the first time, Maybe tomorrow morning, or it is morning now when you're listening. Welcome to the show. And it was a massive weekend, wasn't it? There's some big news across rugby league and a transition from league to rugby union. Some amazing games. And this man, who we saw across the weekend on his opinions around Joseph Sueli, Matty Rogers. Rat, how are you, mate? I'm great, mate. And a big welcome back to you, Sats. I know Thank it's, you, mate. it's been a been a, a, a tough week for you, mate. Thank you for and, covering uh, last week. Oh, mate, it was easy. And, and just great to have you back. But, mate, what a night. Down there at uh, Accor Stadium, hey? Like, just, I, I thought yeah, South did just such a wonderful job honouring your dad and um, to see you guys down there and just the, all the grades getting up. Mm. All the grades, not just one, all eight, of them. It was eight teams, yeah. And just like that last minute field goal to win the game in Golden Point to, you know, the, the coincidence that we're in the game, you know, scoring 13 points, your dad's number, 12-6 at half time, same as the 70 grand final, playing Manly, who they played in the 70 grand final. Um, mate, Cody Walker scoring his 13th double. It was like the rugby league gods were shining on the Sattler family that night and, uh, and honouring the great man, John Sattler. So, mate, it was great to see. I know it would have been tough, mate, but um, how was it down there? Yeah, it was great. It was great in South Sydney. Thank you very much. They were outstanding from Nick Pappas, the chairman, to Blake Solly, to Mark Ellison, their former player, to uh, Jason Demetrio as well. Yeah, all their staff. Michaela, who looked after us from South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, everyone was outstanding. Um, they really looked after us. And we didn't expect to be looked after. We really just wanted to go and sit in the grandstand and, and enjoy the game in memory. Uh, but in saying that, it was, it was fantastic. Before the game in the huddle and the, and the minute silence, which was really haunting to hear a massive stadium like that with, um, you know, with not, a, not a noise around. Uh, and I've got to say, you know, the way the game finished, and right before you came on to Sports Day full-time, Back in 2021, uh, grand final week, Penrith are playing South, and I got Dad on to, to mm. interview him. And and actually, while we we're interviewing, I said, Dad, the song you guys used to sing when we we're all around the bar after you win a grand final, can you still remember the, the words? I said, Yeah, of course I can. So at full time, about two minutes after full time, and everyone's cheering, Yeah, this song here. Thanks, Co. Um, they were playing this around the stadium, mm. this version. And uh, I've got to say, you could, everyone in the crowd just stopped and listened. And, and when the song finished at the end, it, um, it, was, it was, yeah, it was, it was a really, really special moment. Mate, I, uh, I had some very good friends of mine, um, South, South fans. They actually flew down from the Gold Coast to be at that game. Um, and my friend's wife said to me, uh, they, they came on to the Matty Johns show last night. Yeah. Um, anyway, she goes, I, I've never been so emotional at a football game you know and it wasn't during the game it was after the game when they played that song mm. of John singing um you know the the victory song 
She goes, oh, it was just so emotional. It brought tears to my eyes. And the 13th was... minute where everyone stood. And I've got to say, Manly fans, thank you very much. So appreciative. Um, Anthony Seabold, I saw him before the game. And, you know, he, he gave great respect to the family as well, even though he was, you know, battling a, a pretty big battle himself against yeah. an emotional side. I've, got to, I've known Jason Demetrio for a while. I've had a fair bit to do with him when he was coaching in the, the Host Plus Queensland Cup with the Northern Pride. And he's a tremendous guy. But, uh, yeah, he had, a, he had a fair bit to do with what happened on Saturday night with organising and hosting the family. And he had other things. He's got mm. to worry about a team and getting mm. two points and making sure it doesn't hijack it emotionally. And he was so good. And after the game, listening to the way he talks to his players, and admittedly after a win it's always easier to talk yeah. to your players. He just you know, having little digs at his players and, and just a great relationship with the players. And it just he, – he, he handled the week perfectly. And it, yeah. It just reassured me even further that this guy is a really special coach. Well, mate, they hung in. I, I got to tell you, I mean, halfway through the second half, it wasn't looking. I, I wasn't confident um, of a South victory, but they hung in there. They, they tough got, game, wasn't oh, it? Oh, mate, it was a good game of footy. There's a few errors and stuff, but Manly, they, they Manly some... keep playing the way they're playing. They leaked a lot of points leading up to last week, mm. where they really worked on the defence. They'll play finals if they. Oh, absolutely. If they go in with the same frame of mind each week. I think there's a few teams that we'll see jump into final yeah. football going on the first month of footy if they can continue in the same vein. It's been, um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought the best game of the season in terms of just skill level. Quality. Uh, and quality was, mm. you know, Parramatta Penrith. Oh. That was just a phenomenal game. Yeah, standing, early in the it? week. Yeah, it was great game of footy. And, um, you know, to Steve from Dubbo, he's a uh, baby. At home cheering after that victory, uh, I'm sure. We, we, I've been giving him a bit of a raz. So um, <laughs> I was thinking of you, mate. When He had uh, a go at you on Saturday when I was with Joel Kane. I'm he sure said, he did. Can't wait to get back to sports day. Rats <laughs> really struggling with the last laugh. Oh, my, oh I did he really? I, I, I thought my joke was pretty good. <laughs> Obviously not. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to have some of those highlights in the Kia Top 7 a little bit later on. They've been great supporters of sports day. The award-winning seven-seater Kia Sorento. Uh, get involved in the show anytime, 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. Get involved in the show. You make the show. Even though we've got topics here to talk about, you may want to talk about something else. And something else that did happen over the weekend, I was hoping it wasn't going to happen, but I'm thinking, you know what, this is, a, this is good for Australian sport. Even though I'm a rugby league man, it was Joseph Suwali officially joining rugby after the 2024 season in time for the, the World Cup. Everyone has waxed lyrical and spoken about it throughout the week. You've been very vocal over the last mm. 24 to 48 hours yourself, Rat. Um, you're happy for him. I'm, I'm wrapped for him. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, as, as, a, as a sporting nation, we, we need to understand that the landscape's changed from 20 years ago, from 30 years ago, where, you know, we're poaching players. Like, it, it's, it's a professional landscape where players – if they're good enough, can choose where they'd like to play. It's not about poaching. It's, it's about those players choosing where they'd want to be. And Joseph's a, a rugby kid, you know. Like yeah. He played Australian schoolboys. He's, he's always Kings, wasn't he? Yeah. He's always said he wanted to play rugby again. And, and the opportunities have risen. And, yeah, sure, he came to league initially out of school. But, you know, I, I'll tell you from what I understand, there would have been peanuts on the table for him to, to stay in rugby. Mm -hmm. And there was an opportunity for him financially to, to look after his family and himself coming out of school to come to rugby league. And now there's a, there's a, another opportunity for him to look after his family and himself going to rugby. And you know what? He might come back and look after himself again. Then he might go back again. And, and if he does, then all power to him. It's, it's his choice. He's and, 19. and I think, you know, as sports fans, we just need to like 
take a little bit of an emotion out of it and just say, like, okay, look, this, this kid's, it's his job, mm. you know, and, you know, he's got an opportunity to go out on the world stage. What's irked me a little bit um, is, uh, you know, I, I, I don't like the pettiness of some people, like Peter Volandi coming out and saying, you know, go over there and make the easy money and, you know, come back. Or, you know, it's just, what's the point of that? It is ridiculous. Well, Brandon Smith, who is a colourful little character, and we love people uh, having a bit of a joke and a bit of a jibe. Um, Different the opportunity to, yeah. Brandon Smith, he's tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. You know, like, like but Peter Volandi, like, he's the boss of our game. You know, like, have some pride and... You know, I just, I just didn't think it was called for. Well, this is what Brendan Smith had to mm. say on the weekend. He's only gone for three years. I think he'll be about 16 when he comes back. So he'll be able to <laughs> um, come back to the Roosters, hopefully. And uh, like P- Peter Volandi said, go over, get that easy money, and then come back to the real sport. I don't know. I think that $1.6 million could have been spent better on the grassroots of rugby. $1.6 million winger from the Roosters isn't going to help you beat the All Blacks. Yeah, and that's coming from a Kiwi who loves the yeah. All Blacks, of course. And... and- and um, mate, he's going to rip in, like, because he, yeah. you know. But, look, the reality is, like, you, he's not going over to make easy money. Like, you, you find me a person that stood toe-to-toe with the All Blacks and faced down the Harker and then had to go to battle with them and mm. tell me it was easy. And that, that frustrates me a little bit because people think that rugby's easy. It's not as um, consistently tough as rugby union, uh, as rugby league, sorry. The week-in, week-out, 27-week comp- or 26-week competition. It's not like that. But there are different different aspects of it that are tough, and you know, I, I just it, it I just don't I think the pettiness is just you know from the leader of our game of rugby league it's just it's just uncalled for. Now we did it back in two thousand and two with yourself and Wendell. Then mm. in two thousand three, went and got Lottie. Yep. I'm gonna you're gonna put you're gonna be Eddie Eddie Jones, and everyone's spoken about whether it's great, whether it's not so great. Losing Joseph Suwali, you know, players don't really. Yeah, they don't want to lose him, the Roosters players, but they understand mm. when this sort of money's being thrown at you. Players just understand they move on. Yeah. And they understand that a player's got to make a decision, whatever that may be. You're Eddie Jones, right? Yeah. And he's done this already. He's signed Sueli. He's obviously, he's he's drawn a line in the sand a long time ago publicly. He said, you know, I love that Nathan Cleary. I'm not going to get him out, but he'd be good. Um, I love that Cameron Murray. You know, he loves South Sydney. He's the captain of South Sydney. I don't mm. think he, they'd get Cameron Murray as well, even though he grew up playing rugby as well, as well as rugby league. So is there someone playing now who you think could be a really good target for rugby league? Now, while you think about that, I'll say Nelson Asafa Solomana. Grew up in New Zealand, has played rugby as well. Um, but the forwards from in rugby union aren't as... Well, it's a very different game. Well, like it's a different game as a back, but it's an incredibly different game as a. Are forward. they going to get? Is is a forward going to bring people through the gates? Well, it just depends on how they play them. Sats like yep. like when Sam Burgess went over to rugby, he played a little bit in in the midfield in in the number twelve jersey at inside centre, um, and you could you could with with his mobility, Big Nelson, mm. you could imagine like if if he's standing at number twelve. Oh really? Um, and and carting the ball up and laying a platform for his foot, like he's getting over the advantage line. There's no question about that. And that's so a big you think part they could rugby. possibly play him at number twelve? Well, they wouldn't put him in the forwards. I, I couldn't imagine. Couldn't him. be in number eight. I, I just don't think he. It's just a hard game. It's very technical. That's that's yep. the reality of it. Like it's it's a, it's a tough game to grasp in a in a in a quickly in, in the forwards. Like yep. the scrummaging, the line out calls. Uh, you know, it's just it's very different in the forward pack. Um, you know, I, I think. You know, guys like, you know, Kalama Tungi or, you know, these, you know, Kulawatu, these big edge back rowers, 
that you see, you know, Britain Nakora. I know they're Kiwis and Samoans and Tongans, and, mm. but they're the sort of guys that you'd love to have. If I was playing fly half, I would love to have him outside me. One, because I know he's going to attract a lot of attention. Um, so you can play off, off him or around him, um, or you could run the ball and you know, you know you're going to have space because they're going to be looking at him. Mm. And um, that's where the whole sort of, I guess, game of, I mean, set piece is very important in rugby. Yep. But, um, you know, if you can set play up off someone like, um, you know, that, you know, like a big unit like that. Six, seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it just makes life a whole lot easier. Uh, when you're getting the ball on the back foot in rugby, it's really hard because mm. on the back foot, yeah, they've only got they've only got to be behind the ruck or the mall's last foot, so they're only three or four meters away from you. If you're going backwards and they're coming at you, it's uh, it's a tough game to play. If you if you're going forward, and you know you're rolling forward and they're constantly just moving backwards, it is an absolute joy to play. Yeah, I know Parramatta Centre Will Penasini signed a as I think he signed an extension from memory, and we'll get I'll get Daddy Vasta. To look at that, but he's really good mates with Joseph Suwali. He's mm. a fine. He's going to be a fine centre. The Parramatta centre will mm. Penasini. So, I suppose it's going to be a watch this space with with Penasini. Um, yeah. What do you think? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Who now in the NRL do you think Eddie Jones would be interesting or should be interested in if they were going to make a change to rugby, Daddy Bass? Uh, Matt Burton. Matty Burton. Mm. What position? Rat centre. Oh, mate. Would he be like a Stephen Larkham at 10? Well, well, he's got that exact frame, hasn't he? Yeah. He's got a great kicking game. It's just a matter of, you know, to, to go into a game, to go into rugby again as a, as a fly half, it's a very technical position. Um, I think once you get from sort of 12 is a little technical. When you, The yep. further out you get, the little less technical it becomes. Um, the closer to the ball that you're stationed, um, you've really got to understand everything. Might take a little bit of time, but he's certainly got the ability to do it. I mean... Um, look, we, I think also what, what I want to just uh, um, make note of is Joseph Suwali, he hasn't signed with the Wallabies. Mm. He signed with the Australian Rugby Union. He's got to go and make the Wallabies. And, uh, I mean, it was the same for me when I went over there. I was told, like, you're not signing to play for the Wallabies. You're signing with the Australian Rugby Union. And if you're good enough, we'll pick you. Now, I, I, I've, I'm very confident that he'll be good enough to make the Wallabies team. But it just frustrates me when people are like, oh, he's going to go over there and make easy money and you know walk into the Wallabies. Because when you get there, um, I was out of the game for eight years when mm-hmm. I, I left rugby and to league for eight years, I came back. Um, you got to you know, reacquaint yourself with so many aspects of the game that you've completely forgotten about. Uh, and you just totally disregard when you're playing rugby league. And it's a significant thing to to wrap your head around. And some players can do it better than others. Um, and we've seen that over the years, but look, there, there are plenty of players in rugby league. I mean, Ponga would be another yeah. great attribute. Went to Churchy. Went to, yeah, Churchy boy. Brisbane. Um, you know, he's young. And, and look, that might, you know, I, I noticed a text from someone about, you know, from Toronto Rod saying, would Ponga think about union, especially after his head knocks? Jeez. I mean, look, there's, there's no shortage of head knocks in rugby either. Yeah. Um, but the collisions aren't as, aren't as, well, they're, they're, they're there are still big collisions, but they aren't as frequent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, it, it might be something he considers. You know, we'll, we'll probably find out more when he comes back from Canada. I think he's in Canada. Yeah, he's going to Canada, yeah. See how uh, severe things are for him. But um, How come we've got to go overseas for specialists? Have we not got the specialists here? I, mean, I, I used to think Australia was like a leading, like leading in some of those spaces. But, I mean, I, I, the only thing I could imagine, Sats, is, is in, they might have a machine in Canada that they don't have here where they can do test your brain yeah, in a certain must way. Because, be. I mean, I mean, what else is, I mean, 
what else could they could it be? Mm. It must be a well, machine. Will Latrell going over with the hamstring injury? Yeah, Ryan I, Pappenhausen going over. Yeah, I think that's. I, I think that was a little different. I think that was like a, a particular person training them yep. on certain mm. aspects. But for your brain, like you can't train it. We, I mean, you can learn stuff, obviously, but um, I think uh, it's, it must be for some sort of scan yeah. or some situation that we, we can't get it done here. Daddy Vassar just said, will Penasini's contracted until the end of 2025? When's the World Cup? 2027. 2027? Yeah. yeah. Is it really? Mm. Mm. In a, when's the next World Cup? Uh, this year. This year? Mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've got a lot of text messages coming through, and we'll get, get some of those. 0457 736 736. Just on um, Suali'i, yep. should he play Origin? Absolutely. If he's, I mean, he's good enough to play it. And I've got no doubt he will get, he'll play this year on the wing. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we were talking to Joel and Fletcher earlier on, and you'll hear that chat a little bit later on if you missed that. Um, they asked the same question. I think if you send Suali'i away with the thought of Origin in his mind and how how much he would enjoy that that confrontation, that yeah, that um, that style of rugby league because he's so physical, Joseph, mm. at nineteen years of age. You send him away with that little seed in his head, and I've got no doubt the rugby union players sit back and watch watch the state of origin. And say, oh, God, I'd love to be part of that. And and I, and I'll tell you, like what you don't want our game to become is is like this bitter and twisted old man that's like, oh, he's leaving. We're not picking him. Like if 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 he's the best player, or if he's the best centre in New South Wales or for New South Wales. They should pick him. I mean, mm. he, I mean that, that's my opinion. I mean, I, you, you might have a differing opinion, but that's mine. Yep. Uh, before we get to the break uh, on the show tonight, the Great Australian Debate, and I've seen here we had a text message from ending in triple zero. Oh, the Shagger from Lismore talking about Clint Gutherson. Yeah, we're going to talk about that and the Eels. The Kia Top 7, a lot of great uh, moments over the weekend. We're going to catch up with Joel and Fletch. We did that earlier on, and uh, that'll be a little bit later on the show. And our first clue for this... Did you pick this up last week or not? No. Did you not run with it? No. That's Woogie's Sorry. fault. Yeah, Woogie. That's Woogie. He let, let me down. Let it's, um, down. it's his wife's birthday today, I think. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I, I just sort of figured he had, had this week off because he worked last week. He had the week before that off. Yeah. He worked the week before. So I thought he was like week on, week off. Yeah, is, that, is that how it goes? That's a good point. It's a good point. I, th- I, thought, yeah. I thought he only worked It's my wedding week. anniversary today. Yeah, 12 right. years, silk or linen. Congratulations. Silk or linen, I've got to buy. Mm. I actually should be congratulating Beck for putting up with yeah. you for 12 years. So I bought a silky little piece. Oh, no. Oh, look out. Be a good night when you get home, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, who are you? The, uh, the first couple of clues are born in Brisbane, now in their mid-50s. Okay. Um, Sporting Hall of Fame. What are you looking at me for? I'm just listening. Okay. Clue. Um, won an Olympic gold medal. Okay. Mid-50s. Sporting Hall of Fame. Born in Brisbane. Won an Olympic gold medal. So that's your first lot of clues. Okay. On who are you. And if you win the uh, who are you, we have a Signet Boost Power Bank valued at forty four ninety five, Up for grabs tonight if you are the winner. Let's get to the break. Rat and Sats for Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. And uh, before the break, we gave our first clue for the who are you? And we're going to get the Great Australian debate very soon for the award-winning seven-seater Kia Sorento. And give us a call anytime also, 1300 01 1170. We have number one golfer from Oyster Bay on the line. He wants to give us his uh, who he thinks the first clue is and the uh, who are you. How are you, number one golfer? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, guys. You had a hit this week yeah, or uh, last week? Did you have a hit last week? I wish I did. Wish I did. I've been sick for a week, so no, next week. Oh, yeah, get nice. back out there, mate. Nice. It's good for you. Good. A bit of fresh air in the lungs. What's, yeah, what, what's your local? Uh, that's the secret. That's the secret. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Already yeah. nice. I've played Woolaware a couple of times. Uh, uh, I've struggled there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, not not from around here. Put it that way. Okay, yeah, right. no worries. More, okay. more out west. Okay, number one golfer. The first uh, clues were Brisbane, uh, mid fifties, Sporting Hall of Fame, Olympic gold medalist. Who's your guess? It was the nineteen eighty four Olympics. Johnny Seaver. Oh, well, seriously? Did he get it? Yes. Oh, boom! And Look my next that. my next clues were going to be. He was wake, not woke. He swam in the wake of Michael Gross. Yeah, big 200 right. centimetre. You're going to get better with your oh, clues, mate. This 17 is, is the number. before it's even started. If well I, done, number one golfer. Number one golfer. Huge. If I said to you 17 was the number, what, what number? Why is that significant? 17 was how old uh, how was. old he was. The great Laurie Lawrence. He, he cheered him on. He did too. Oh. He, and he, his nickname was The Shrimp because he yeah. was five foot seven and, and Michael Gross was six foot five or whatever he was. The Albatross. So the Signet Power Bank value yeah, of forty four ninety five will go to you tonight, number one golfer. Well done. Yeah, thanks very much. Love your show, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks, we, we had a few guests actually. Uh, two eight zero said Steve Monaghetti. Yeah. Uh, we had Dan said Greg Norman. We've had a couple actually. Bondi Jack, Jack says Duncan Armstrong, Duncan Armstrong yeah. Sam, Sam Riley, Riley Kieran, Kieran Perkins. Perkins. Uh, yeah, Stephen Bradbury. Bradbury. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of really good guests there actually. But number one golfer, you've got the bickies. Nice. What 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 are you going? What what are you doing? Oh, oh, we'll just hang on the line there, number one golfer, and during the next break we'll uh, we'll get some digits. Oh, okay, off yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Thanks very much, number one golfer. Okay, let's get to a great Australian debate. Dividing families across the nation. It's time for the great Australian debate. And a shagger from Lismore text in. He said the Eels. Uh, what's going on with Clint Gutherson? I've just got home from work. Yeah, the Eels have apparently told Clint Gutherson that the club is on the hunt for a new fullback, and he has said go f- go for your life. We need a, a match-winning fullback, um, and we're going to come through the front door and tell you. I suppose the question is, is it the right move by Parramatta? And I've got to say straight off the top, I, I think it is the right move by Parra. I think um, they've got on the gone straight through the front door and said to their skipper, hey, listen, we're not unhappy with you. You're going great. We're not going to sign someone who's going to replace you, but this is what succession planning is. He's 29 at the end of this year, I think around September. Um his position, you're required to be sharp and agile. And um, as you get into your 30s, maybe you lose a little bit of that at fullback. Maybe mm. it's uh, we want to try and groom someone now, like Roger Tuivasa Shek did do Anthony Minicello. And and like um, the Roosters have done so well with their fullbacks over the years. And maybe that person moves to fullback and maybe Gutherson to centre. I don't know. What do you think? Is it the right move from Para? Mate, I'm I'm so torn on this set. So I, I don't know what to think about it. Mm. Um I, I love Gutho. 
I, like I would want to play with 12 guthos. You want him in your trenches, he's don't you? Just, he just gives everything. Yeah, he's not. he doesn't have the, the flashy brilliance of, say, a, a Billy Slater or a, or a you know, Pappenhausen, but, gee, he just, he just continues to try and try and try. And, you know, more often than not, he comes up with, you know, a four-pointer and in the big moments, he's always there. You mm. know, I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I was shocked by it. Let, let me just say that. I'm shocked by the news, but I do, I do get what you're saying. They've, they've front-footed it. They've come straight to him and gone, this, this is what we're going to do. We're going to look. And look, at the end of the day, you're not going to find a player better than Clint Gutherson in the next two two years. No. And he's contracted to the end of 2025. Yeah. Oh, I, so I, I, they're, not, they're not looking to replace him in the next two years because they're not going to find anyone unless they throw the checkbook at a, well, who? I mean, no one really. Uh, who's off contract? I mean, Tedesco just re-signed to 2025. Uh, Pappenhausen's. Do they, do they go after someone in rugby? Mm. Max Jorgensen. Yeah, potentially. I mean, if Sue Lee's coming across and is it going to oh, be. Oh, he's a, at the Waratahs too. Yeah, is it going to be a fight between those two? Does he get a little bit disgruntled? I mean, Peter Jorgensen, his dad was a, a fine rugby league player yep. as well and a good yep. rugby player. Mm. Um, yeah, you are right. There's there's no one immediately to go in there, but there could be someone coming through um, who's 18, 19, 20, who they can groom like the Roosters did, like I said, with Roger Tuavasa Sheck and. And Anthony Minicello. And, but what it also does with Clint Gutherson, like I said, September 29, he's still got a lot of running left in his legs. He's a tremendous leader, a really good captain as well. Is it, you know, it keeps him on his, keeps him on his toes as well, which you always need. You always need yeah, good, honest competition. I, I mean, yeah, I get that. But I, I don't think he was ever one to cut corners. No. I mean, I, I think, I, I don't think he needs, you know, you know, a fire under his butt to keep him going because he's, he's a competitor. But, I do. I just, yeah, it's got me puzzled. I'm, I'm sort of shaking my head. I'm wondering, is how's the team going to think about? It? I just sort of wonder, like on that bigger picture thing, like he's their sort of courageous leader. Yep. Like, how does the team think about this? Does it, does it unsettle things? Does it, you know, it's just a really weird time for it to sort of come out. Do you um, know what? I, I think it wouldn't unsettle their playing group because. Th- I take my hat off to Parramatta for doing this. Again, it's all about succession planning. You can never just rest on your laurels, especially with your one of your you know, your top three players. You've got to continue to keep trying to turn the roster over and have some really good backup in those key positions. So well done to Mark O'Neill, the general manager of footy, their um, their recruitment staff as well for, for going, th- on the, going through the front door and saying to Clint Gutherson, hey, Clint, this is what we're planning to do, but please don't think that your position is under yeah, threat at all. I don't know if I can say well done to him, Sats. I just I don't feel like I can say that because you know, I, in, I just feel like it's too early. Well, in, I actually feel like it's a bit too early because they're not – like if, they're, if they've got – like if, they're, if, if they've got a young up-and-coming fullback that they think's going to succeed him, mm-hmm. they're not going to go and tell him we're going to go and look for a new fullback. But what they're actually saying to him is like, okay, we're going to go and find someone that – Will like, one day replace you. Yeah, but – like now, like he's, he's contracted for two for, for until the end of twenty twenty five. Yeah, that's like that's not at the end of this year. But he's contracted. In, he's in, contracted to the club, not to the position. Yeah, I get. So if that. you had I a just, real, if you were able to sign a really good, exciting, let's say, and I'm just going to use him for well, argument. Well, I think sake. he'd be a team man. Yeah. Absolutely. If if they got a Pappenhausen, he'd go. I'll play centre. Okay, I'm going to throw someone at you. Right, I'd play wing. That's not going to cost you the the earth. Mm. Who is a genuine fullback who's playing in the centres at the moment? And I'm just throwing him up. And Manly fans, don't get head over heels about this. I'm using him as an example. Tolu Cola, Cola yeah. fullback. 
blistering speed. Mm. Wants to play fullback. Is doing a really good job in the centres at the moment. But what if you had Tolu Kola that comes over? He plays in the centres for whatever for a couple of years. Then he moves to fullback. Did he just get injured? Uh, he what played it? on the weekend. Uh, yeah, I thought he. I thought um, I Tolu something. Kola plays, goes back to fullback, and Gutherson maybe moves in the centres in his early thirties. You've got a quality player in the centres in Gutherson. He's got a knee injury. Really mm. good competitor, and you've got a young, exciting fullback in Tolu Kola. Just for argument's sake. Mm. I, I can just say you've got to make tough decisions in recruitment. You do. And you've yeah, got to make yeah, tough decisions no, around your salary cap. It. And Parramatta, I think, have been guilty of not making tough decisions. So I think this is a, I think this is a really good step forward for Parra. I'm part yeah, of well, look, oh, you're starting to – you're turning me. I, I'm just shocked by it. I'm, like, yeah. It's probably more shock. I'm like, wow, you know, like Gutho is the heart and soul of that place. Mm. I, I love the Gutherino. He's, yeah. he's my man, you yeah. know, like I, – I, Mate, when he plays, I'm excited. I just love watching his effort. He just and, – and I call him the great overachiever and, and not disrespectfully. It's like, mate, he get, you get – if, if he's got 100%, you get 105% out of him every week. Well, he and Dylan like Edwards, he, are, they're the best the, positional fullbacks in the comp. He's one of the few guys that I just see week in, week out, just just put everything into everything, you know, like – he plays at a level of intensity that's unique. As a player, boys, if you've been told that by a club, and like you said, Rat, he's the heart and soul of, of Para. What, what's he going out there thinking this weekend? Am I even wanting no, him? No, it's, it's about the discussion that the club has had with him. Now, in black and white, and when we talk about it, it sounds really bad, but we don't know the way. It's not what's said, it's how it's said. And it's how the club and Clint Gutherson have sat down and had a really good conversation. Brad Arthur and... Clint Gutherson have got a very close relationship. So it would have been a really good discussion. Mm. It oh. would have been a positive discussion. Mark Mark has said, how do you think Gutherson will go in rugby? I, I, I think he's probably a bit beyond that. Um, he's probably a bit old. Yep. You know, they're, they're talking, they're thinking about World Cup in four years' time. By that time, it, it probably would have, would have passed Gutho. I think he would have gone well in rugby if he decided to go over and play it. But, yeah, probably not, not mm. the, the situation for him. But, um, now, Black Stump Eel, he's saying... Uh, Xavier Savage to the Eels confirmed. Okay, so we don't know whether that's true or not. But there's an example of a player who's young, who's mm. not going to cost you an arm and a leg yeah, to get yeah. him and can play on the wing for a period Xavier of time. Xavier Savage from Canberra. From Canberra. He's been wow. out for a while, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, oh, look, I, uh, yeah, I, it, it was a shock, i, I got to say. Uh, you know, Beardy McCollis is you know, very disrespectful from Power Ridiculous telling your captain he's not quite good enough. And and in, and in a sense, like it's sort of what they're saying. I get what Beardy's saying. Yeah. Like he, they're sort of saying, "Yeah, look, we like you, but you're just not good enough for us. We're, we're going to replace you, hmm. and we'll move you into another position. Maybe we'll play you on the bench, or we'll put you in the on the wing, or you know, I don't know. I, 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 something doesn't just something doesn't quite feel right. Maybe yeah. I'm just too much of a Gutho fan. I, 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 I love him. <laughs> oh, mate. we love him. I love him. Absolutely love him. Yeah, yeah. I just, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, one of those things, isn't it? I mean, it's it's, it's going to happen. I mean, you look at what you look at what the Brisbane Broncos did with like when Lazarus, you know, moved him on. Yep. Um, before he's probably Wally Lewis was off. You know, like hard decisions do have to be made. But um, yeah, I, I guess it just shocks. He's not going me. anywhere. Parramatta fans, we know that they're just they're trying to plan for life well, after. Uh, do we Gutha. know those stats? Like, is this not? Is this? Is it, this is the thing, right? It's like now all of a sudden, Gutho's like. 
yeah, he's all good up front. What's he goes, he's goes about home. Reportedly seven fifty eight hundred yeah, a go, year. Goes home, mm-hmm. and his his you know, wife's like, oh, really? And then they start thinking about it, and then all of a sudden, he's, the manager's on the phone. Oh, you know, but in such and such, they need a fullback. And why don't we speak to them and get you over there? Like, this is how it all starts. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, well, look, it, well, it made, you know, the game of rugby league never ceases to amaze me. If it keeps <laughs> on giving, we've got someone on the line of 1300 Yeah, just before we get to the play, a break, Glenn's here for... Glenn, how are you, mate? G'day, Sats, how are you, buddy? Really good, pal. Hi, All the better for mate, hearing your voice. Sats, I just wanted to firstly congratulate you, mate, on being able to hold yourself together under such emotional circumstances at the start of the Rabbits-Manly game. Yeah, yeah. And welcome back, buddy. Thank you very much, Glenn. Yeah, no, it's uh, much appreciated. Yep. No, no, no worries, mate. No, congratulations, buddy. Rat, uh, g'day, buddy. Hey, Danny mate. Vass. Hey, mate. And Justin, if you're listening, mate, I'm sure you'll be enjoying this. <laughs> um, I just wanted to also say well back, well done to me on... Has he cut out? Is that you, you cutting you him out, cutting him out? No, no, I haven't cut him out. He's just he's dropped off. Oh, he's got oh, bad maybe, reception. Maybe he's he does have off bad reception. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, 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 you haven't heard the end of it, Matt. Testing on rat. <laughs> hey, Sats, again for you, mate. Yep. Leighton, how good was he owning up to all the mistakes with Melinda? And wow, Melinda, how well did you reciprocate on that beautiful balcony overlooking the harbour? <laughs> then we had Alyssa, the other flog. Yeah. <laughs> along with Harrison and her great partner, Dan. Let her go back to Utah, Dan. Yep. Congratulations, mate. And, Dan, if your sister's listening, pass on her pass on her phone number to me, buddy. <laughs> wow. Uh, Daddy Bass, uh, yeah, you've been influenced too much for a woogie. Let's get to a break, and uh, well done to number one golfer for guessing John Sieben. We had a couple of John Sieben guesses, but it was just after he'd called up uh, initially. So he gets the signal power. Bank valued at forty four ninety five. This is Sats and Rat on Sports. So we're gonna have some more NRL discussion after this. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show, Sats and the Rat. And the uh, the text board has absolutely lit up. And also, we've got some uh, callers that are trying to get through as well. And we've got Mark from Wentworthville on the line. How are you, Mark? Good, mate. Good. Uh, albeit I'm not a para fan, but I live in the area. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a little bit on the rat side on this uh, set. Yep. Uh, I don't see why they need to tell him that we're repl- we're looking for someone that that will replace you eventually. Just buy the guy and put him in the centres until he's ready. Why why cause that little bit of angst? You know, just like Maddie just said, you know, he may start looking elsewhere, and then the club really loses out because. The world of sport, unfortunately, the secret gets out eventually. <laughs> yeah, it and does. if you don't go through the front door, a little bit like what happened with Nathan Brown when he was a coach at Newcastle. They went looking for other coaches, and eventually it filtered back to Nathan Brown. If I'm, yeah, correct me if I'm right, 
Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, well, right? Well, well yeah. mate, I, it's like anything in rugby league, mate. It's like apparently, you know, the, the, the news that broke in round three about uh, Hook being told that he has to reapply for his job. Apparently, they told him in the off season. Yep. And eventually, it just it just gets out. So, yeah. Look, but but still, I'm I'm of the, I'm of the uh, of the thought process that you know you, you're just destabilizing uh, something that you're trying to to keep stable and and focused on forward momentum. And it just anything like that. It's, it's particularly when it's your it's your it's your fan favorite. Mm. You know you. Uh, and it just creates – look at this. We're all talking about it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's yeah. talking about it. So, it, like, that's going to have an impact on the team, you know? like I'm going to read this. I actually, yeah. so, sorry, but I actually rang you guys a couple of weeks ago about the Dragons. Yes. Or maybe last week. And um, I'm a Dragons fan myself. And I think I said to you guys, uh, you, uh, someone eventually – it wasn't – you weren't there, uh, Scotty, but yeah. – um, I think it was Jason there, and he said to me, are you a Hook fan? I said, look, I'm not really a Hook fan, but before Hook goes, the, the board needs to go. And I'll tell you, that's probably 95% of the St. George fan base believe that. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. I mean, we, the we've situation really, is messy. Really, really bad. Yeah, it's, it's messy yeah, from it top really to bottom. Messy. Um, mm. Yeah, look, it doesn't seem to be a, a, a quick fix to that situation. Um yeah, look, it's 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 probably fested over time now, and yeah, look, it, it is what it is. I mean, St George, um, you know, aren't getting it done anywhere at the we moment. We might get into that next hour. Yeah. yeah thanks for your call, uh, Mark. Um, and we we have got a lot of text messages here about Gutho, and he is he is one of the favourites, isn't he? Uh, love Gutho, gents. This is from the Brisbane Eel, but the Eels just need next factor, mm. and they aren't talking about releasing him, but showing they need something extra. Mm. I could see the King play a centre role like Turbo. And Latrell does it another half, um, as another half, and take the workload as he enters his twilight years. His body is always marked with physio marks. Penasini could deliver a lot of punch from the back, but yes, there must be someone out there they are targeting. Yeah, for them to come out and say that, it, it has me thinking. It's like, all right, they've got they've got their eye on someone. Um, Steve from Dubbo said, Paris still haven't recovered from not having a plan to replace Price and Cronin. Calm down, Matty. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. I appreciate it, Steve. I uh, I was a bit rattled after your, your, your reels got up and beat Pan, the Panthers on the weekend. Um, yeah, look, the, the the Gutherson situation is just, uh, you know, in, in, in my thought process, it just seems to... It, it, it potentially creates a destabilisation that you don't need. Mm. Um, it's all about, you know what it's like, so that's what you need to win a comp. Yep. You need everybody, everybody, from your board to your water boy to everybody in between singing from the same hymn sheet and yep. knowing exactly what their job is and going after it. And, um, you know, it just seems like, um, yeah, this, this could destabilise that. Yep. Boys, what about their spine? So they've locked in... Dylan Brown, yep. Mitch Moses mm. now. They're looking at Gutho and Hodgson. Well, mm. before you look at Gutho's position, which, again, I'll go back and say I, I think it's you've got to make hard decisions and they're looking for life after Gutho, even though he's only 28 at the moment, but it's a key position. Josh Hodgson's no spring chicken. And he's going to be really good for Para, but he's not going to be there in four or five years' time. So, you know, we've got here Daniel, uh, one of our... Smartest listeners, hey, Sats are at regarding the Eels going after a game-breaking number one. There's a 22-year-old num- uh, year old young fullback from St. Helens. Yeah, of course, Jack Wellsby. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's a gun. Yeah, he's a good player. Mm. Really good player. 
And again, the argument is some of the English players, would they be able to do that week in, week out for, for 24, 25, 26 weeks? Well, the ones that have been coming over of late, they can. They can, and have proven that they can as well. So, you know, the level of training has increased in, in the UK Super League as well. So they're proving that they, they can come out. And, and yeah. I think the English, what the English provide is that unpredictable style of rugby league, mm. which, which everyone loves, a little bit like the way John Bateman plays. Yeah, Phil, Phil at Mudgies says, guys, Dane Laurie will be a good fullback to the Eels, in my opinion. I, 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 I don't think Dane Laurie is going to offer any more than what Clint Gutherson offers. Mm. I don't know. I mean, he, he could Depends develop. He could develop him. into yeah. a better player, but I, I just, I, I like you got to like as much as you want that that out and out like um, you know superstar. They're they're rare. Yeah. Like not everyone's going to get one. No. You know, it's not like not every player, every child player gets a prize. And and if you're going to replace him, you got to replace him with someone better. And it's going to be hard to find a better fullback than Clint Gutherson. Absolutely. There's not many that are better than him. Absolutely. Joey Manu. Oh, don't get us started. We've got a text here about Joey Manu and the All Blacks, so we'll get to that after the break. We'll get to some of your more texts before we uh, get to the end of the first hour. This is Sats and Rat for Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, before we get to the break, we're going to get some through some of your texts. There's a lot of people passionate here about Gutho. But before I get to that, as I said, it's my wedding anniversary, 12 years. It's silk or linen. And Rooster Mongrel, you are a creep. <laughs> Worm, you said earlier that you bought a little silky number for tonight. So what did you buy back? That's creepy. That's creepy. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll get that. I'll, I'll get that out in after the break. I'll, I'll get back to you. What do you got there, Rat? Uh, mate, uh, mate, eight two eight oh Jaden Campbell to para. Mm. Mm, that's a uh, Jaden Campbell could develop, and he and we've seen his great game breaking abilities. He's yep. certainly one that could be a game breaker. Um, we've got, uh, I think, all club scouts. All hang out now at the Panthers lower grade training. Yeah. If you could put together a pretty handy side, yeah, absolutely. Um, 318 says the only one from Parra that should be under pressure is Arthur, will be the longest serving coach and has delivered nothing. Only only premierships count. Yeah, it's a fair point. Mm. I, uh, yeah, but I mean, again, if you're going to replace someone, you want to make sure you've got someone in there that's going to do a better job. Uh, hi, guys. I don't think like what Parra, Parramatta has said about Gutho, it's a bit like your wife saying to you. <laughs> Uh, to tell you, we might move you along soon and upsize. <laughs> mm. uh, thanks for all your texts. We'll get to more of those after the break. Top seven, Joel and Fletch. Talk about Anthony Griffin and the Dragons as well. This is the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento Sports Day with Sats and Rat. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show and welcome if you're only just uh, joining us for the first time in this second hour. We had plenty to talk about. We didn't get to a lot of the uh, a lot of the games, the great games throughout the weekend as well. 
And we're going to get to some of those in the, the Kia Top 7. Um, there could have been a Kia Top 20 over the weekend. Some amazing games, amazing individual performances. Um, also, we're going to talk about a weekly workhorse, someone who stood out for both Rat and I. There's plenty of those as well. Mm. Before we get to the break, uh, before we get to some of your texts also, the show is brought to you by Kia Sorento, the award-winning seven-seater. They've always been great supporters of the show, Kia. Uh, what have we got on the text line there, Rat? Oh, mate, it's um, it's lit. It's lit up over this over this Gutho stuff. A lot, a lot <laughs> of passion for uh, for Gutho. Um, but just one on 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 your on you know what you have been through. This is from an AFL fan, and this is a pretty cool rat and rat and sad. It says an AFL fan watching Saturday night, seeing a minute silence, the thirteenth minute clap, was a salute to your father. I don't know a lot about your father, but after this week, after watching NRL on Fox and listening to the SEN Network. What a legend both fans showed. A lot of respect. It was so special. So sad for loss. your lost sats. So sorry I don't know a lot. So I don't mean no disrespect. Jade from Albury. But that's, that's, no, Jade, thank you very much. Yeah, it's, that's beautiful. Really and, and, you know, that, that just goes to show um, what a great job South mm. did. And, and for you guys to have, um, you know, the, the respect um, given that was, was well and truly deserved, mate. And, um, mate, there was a text here about, about your old man, um, Taken on three blokes. Yeah, this is and from uh, yeah Cameron in Borkham Hills. Yeah, yeah. Now, mate, I've heard some stories about your old man, but you, you got to tell me the actual story. The story of your father straightening out three self-entitled blokes who were giving a woman a hard time. Yeah, so that story is one of my favourites from my dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Here is a lot of rugby league stories with with dad, but we we lived in pubs you know, for in pubs for nearly thirty, all over thirty years, and and we. For the people who have been to a play, little place called Bribey Island on the way Whoa. to the Sunshine Coast, north mom, of Brisbane. My mum grew up there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. A, great little, a great little island. And back in 1979, 78, 79, we, we were in Gladstone at the Young Australian Pub from 60, 76 to 6, 78. And 78 and 79, we moved to Bribey Island and, and built the Bribey Island Hotel. So now if you go over the Bribey Island Bridge, you turn left, there's a pub there directly on your right. It's still there today. And so we're running that pub. And, and Dad was commuting in between the Gold Coast, a pub that he was looking at, and also travelling back to Bribey Island, which is about back then. It's a probably a good two-hour trip. Yeah, so he uh, he was driving back to Bribey one day, and back then it was just one line, one lane highway. And he saw on the opposite side of the road heading south a lady on the side of the road and three guys in their army uniforms. And they were... Yeah, hassling it through through the window, the closed window. So he said, and he's always very chivalrous, my father. So he he did a U-turn, he went back and he got out of his car and he walked up to the car and he said, hey, guys, is there a problem here? And the lady was cowering in her car. And these guys in their their army fatigues said, one of them said, you need to stay out of this, mate. It's got nothing to do with you. And as he walked towards him, he walked to him in a really aggressive manner, pointing his finger, and he got within arm's length of Dad. And Dad used to always say, if anyone's within arm's length, don't let them get any closer. So as soon as the guy said, you need to stay out of this, he went whack and just dropped him. And one of his mates said, hang on a sec, you can't do that. So he's run up really aggressively as well. And dad said, hey, stick back, hang back, mate. You don't want any of this. And as he got closer, he went whack, piled him on top of the first guy. And the third guy took two steps forward and went, oh, do I, don't know, I'm not quite <laughs> sure. No, I've got to defend my friends. I've got to defend my friends. So he, and dad had said to him, listen, Mate, do yourself a favour. Look after your mates, okay? You don't want to end up where they've ended up. And the guy went in all gallantly, and he ended up 
right next to them as well. <laughs> so dad went and knocked on the wind, lady's window. He goes, off you go, quick, just go, get going. So she drove off and thank you very much. And dad just got in his car and drove off. And anyway, he got back to the hotel about 15, 20 minutes later. And he drove into the Bribey Island Hotel, walked into the public bar. And, um, and the, the public bar is total. There's smashed glasses. There's patrons with blood coming out of them. There's chairs that have gone through windows. And Dad said, what the hell has happened here? They said, oh, Sats, wish you were here about half an hour ago. These three army blokes come through the bar and totaled it. Oh, no. Oh, wow. How good. <laughs> karma at its best. Sorted them out. Absolute karma yeah, at its best. Yeah. Okay, have you got, the, have you got my favourite audio ready? Yes! 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 Ugh, yeah. Yeah, like it or lump it. Not loathe yeah. it. It's like it or lump it. Like it or lump it. Now the dragons <laughs> telling mm. Anthony Griffin that he has to reapply for his job. Like it or lump it? Oh, lump it. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't mm. it? Mm. Mm. It's hor- yeah, yeah. That that is. Uh, I mean, Ben Hunt's come out and and defended. You know, his coach. He's, he's obviously got a relationship that stems. You know, stems back years. Yeah. Um. Well, from the same town, Lockie. Uh, yeah. And mate, I'll tell you. Look, if 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 Hook had a team of Ben Hunts, we we wouldn't be having this conversation. But no. He doesn't, and you know, recruitment hasn't been great over the last few years at the Dragons. And you know, I think they, I think they've just picked up a couple of young um, forwards from Manly. They're trying to sort of do a deal with to get Aaron Woods over, you know, do a player swap. I think. No, I don't know where they're going over there because they they liked what Anthony Griffin had presented to them. Mm, which is interesting, right? So if, if you know, if he's out the, out of the picture and like I'm hearing things now, you know, he's got five weeks to turn things around, mm. you know, otherwise, you know, who knows? But um, yeah, look, that's the nature of the business. It, 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 it goes on wins and losses and, um, you know, unfortunately it, it doesn't look like there are too many wins coming for St. George this year. So, um, yeah. I've got to say from a, from a management and a poor, uh, a management board point of view, I think it's, it's probably a poor way to go about things. And I don't oh, know where they look back now and think, oh, do we test the, the media and, and the fans and see how they <laughs> respond to it and engage what our, oh, our movement forward is going to be? So maybe if they had their time again, do they do it differently? Because they're inviting negative responses from media. Well, it just uh, creates, it just creates a, a, a whirlwind of in, like innuendo and, and, you know, it just creates – destabilization amongst the entire organization like everyone's like wondering if they're going to be here next year like well, the coach is probably not going to be here next year and you know I, I signed here he signed me here and who's going to be coming in and it just creates confusion it and just puts your club back also rat internally yeah there's a group of players like benny hunt who they really love the the input that anthony griffin has in their careers individually and you got some players that probably you know there's always clubs at every players at every club that probably wouldn't mind seeing the back of a coach for whatever reason. So straight away that puts – it has the ability to fracture your dressing room mm. and put a divide straight down the middle. It becomes an us versus them scenario. I've been there. Mm. I was there with Penrith with, with Roy Simmons and some players created a real fracture within the club and we ended up getting the wooden spoon. Yep. Just internally there were players that weren't willing to talk to each other, yeah. weren't willing to, to bleed for each other. Mate, it doesn't matter how good your team is if you're not connected. No. You know, you can have a team of superstars and if you're not playing together for each other and you're not all fighting for the same thing, it, it just it can go pear-shaped. And, and you see it in teams. Um, you know, at the moment, um, yeah, it just, you know, it looks like 
you know, they're, uh, they're a, it looks like they're a team of strangers playing together. They have these moments where it sort of works, but it, it dead set looks like there's a, a group of strangers playing with each other out there. Mm. Not a team that's um, worked together in the off-season yeah, exactly. to, to play well. Do you think Hook was the only one who told uh, Ben Hunt about the, the players' wind-up at the end of the year? He said they've got a cro- close relationship. Only three players turned up to that event. Oh, I think it was more of a reflection on, on the club. Well, they've had many off-field dramas for, for two, two or three years now, mm. back to back to back. Yeah, and, and look, here's the thing. When things are bad, um, when things are bad, little problems become big issues. When you go on good and you're winning games, like you, you sort of just roll through, you just roll with the punches, you know. Like mm. they're losing games um, and, you know, what you might consider a small thing at a club like the Broncos right now at the, at the Dragons it is um, turning you know, mountains. They become like a, you know these mountains they got to overcome. Yeah. When really it's probably not that hard to fix, but you feel like you're just stuck in quicksand, going nowhere. I I just feel as though that it probably would have been best served if they sat down with Anthony Griffin, like Parramatta have done with Clint Gutherson. Mm. Yeah, straight through the front door, and you're saying, unfortunately, we we just don't think this is possibly going to work. 2024 moving forward, we're telling you right now that we've got a position for you. And I'm not saying that. Well, you say we're not going to continue your coaching contract. This is your last year coaching the team. What they have got on their hands with Anthony Griffin, I've got to say, he's an, he is one of the best in the country when it comes to junior talent, mm. junior pathways, developing them into developing them into NRL players. Yeah, he did a great job at Melbourne at the Storm. Then he went to the Brisbane Broncos and coached their first under 20, 20s team in the 2008 grand final. Benny yep. Hunt, Gerald, Yao Yi and co. Um, I, I really believe that that Hook has got a, a place Griffin, in the game. He's got a place in the game. And at that club, in their junior pathways, in their junior, yep. de- their elite development and turning them, he could become a really good conduit between the young players that they need to progress through to first grade sooner rather than later. Well, so, you know, this is your last season. Yeah, for whatever reasons, but we want to look. We want to offer you a role, and still be part of the club because you don't cut off your nose to spot your face. No, and he's a very good asset to a club. Well, you have other, you know, first grade coaches that are doing things like that. You look at Peter Sharp at mm. um, Manly, I think. Yeah, Manly. Daniel Anderson at, at the Roosters. Yep. Um, you know, there are coaches that you know for whatever reason don't continue on in the coaching field. But they still have a lot to offer the game, yeah. and they're still passionate about the game. They still want to give back to the game, and there are positions for those guys. And this might be a transition period for Hook to go into that sort of a role, and a new coach come in and try to shake things up a There's bit. There's some good examples you've used there. Are very good coaches that have that have probably thought, you know what, maybe my techniques aren't accepted with, in, this, with this next generation. generation. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the way that sport evolves. And mate, can I tell you, I went in and I, I was, I was, uh, I assisted with Cardi for a year at the Titans. Um, it was about sort of five years after I retired, and just before uh, Neil Henry took over, and I, I just, mate, the, that that I just couldn't deal with that generation. I remember training with a young player um, in my last year, and he became my weights partner. He came from another club, and after doing the weight session. Like, I, I was having to tell him to get back on the bench and finish his sets. And at the end of the weight session, he said to me, do you, do you always train like that? And I was, I was shocked. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is five years after you retired. No, this, no, this was in oh, my last year. Right? Last do you year. always train like that? I'm like, yes. 
every day. And he's like, oh. And he was shocked. I'm like, and you'll be training like that now too because you're my partner. <laughs> and five years later, I go back and I become the assistant and I just couldn't deal with the yeah. – and I knew it. I, I, I would have I would have been charged with assault <laughs> because I would have belted someone for, you know, just – it was just so frustrating yeah. for me. And I, I have so much respect for the Bellamy's and the Bennett's who have coached for so long and they've been able to evolve. Mm. I remember Cardi saying to me, mate, you just, this is the way they are, mate. You just got to – I said, no, mate, I'm, I'm not prepared to change. I'm out. And then Neil Henry came in and took my job and then took Cardi's job. So I wasn't, I think, I think Cardi still uh, is into me for it. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was never, I, I mean, who'd be a, like a first grade coach in the NRL? It's a tough gig, mate. Yeah. And speaking to Craig Fitzgibbon about it last year, um, I said, how, how are you going, mate? He goes, mate, it's hard. He goes, it's, it's actually unfair. It's that hard. Well, you know, when you're, that's life, right? If you want to succeed in anything, it's, it's going to be hard. Absolutely. And, and when you're new to a coaching role, especially your first head coaching role, you feel as though it's your baby and you've got to do everything. You know, you've got to, you've got to have your fingers in every tiny little department and until you find those guys that you can trust. And then put, you feel a little bit more comfortable in the role and, and where you're, you're heading with, you know, a lot of your philosophies and, and then you start releasing some of those responsibilities to people mm. and not have to worry about them too much. And that, I mean, that goes without saying when you're a new coach and a lot of new coaches always say, I remember Cardi, I've, you know, as you know, Rat, I was there those those first few years, and um, Cardi was like that. Yeah, he he wanted, and this is not had to a, do everything. You want to do everything because yeah, yeah. it's 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 your club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your team. It, it lives and dies by the results. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and then slowly you you start releasing some of the responsibilities. Now, um, we're going to get to some more of your text messages very soon. Before we get to our weekly workhorse, uh, some good news. It seems though Angus Crichton's being reported has returned to training today with the Roosters. So. He's not. He he won't play from from more reports before round ten or round twelve, and I think that's the most important part that he's that he feels as though that he's fine from a medical point of view to return with his teammates. And oh, and that's great news! Yeah, great I'm, work. I'm, I'm, Good stuff. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, yeah, look, and and what a what a player to be without, mm. you know, for the Roosters. I mean, you know, you chuck him in there, a fully fit Angus Crichton is one of the best back rowers in the game. Uh, he, he'd be another one that would be a great buy in rugby. Yeah. Uh, fit and healthy Angus Crichton well, he grew up in, in rugby. rugby he's he? a rugby boy. Yeah. yeah. So, mate, that would be one that – Would uh, be a flanker, centre? Uh, mate, I, I still think those big edge back rollers, you put them in the midfield in the number um, number 12 jersey and, and, mate, they set up play for you. And, you know, most of them have got great offloads yeah. and can set the play up and they're, they're big and strong enough not to get pushed backwards and, you know, get over the advantage line. Yep. Okay, uh, we both got our nominations for this. Tough, hard, rugged, grit, no nonsense. It's the stuff that makes a player. The Weekly Workhorse. Uh, Rat, uh, before you um, you before you were talking about a, a guy that you've got um, a greater amount of admiration for, and uh, he was our Dally M medal winner last year, mm. and he returned back to the field, and what a comeback. Yeah, yeah, Nico Hines, mate. Mm. Just... To come back after being out and uh, to put a display on like he did and, you know, no, no real match fitness under his belt, but did not seem to miss a beat. His groin tightened up in the end. He came off and, um, yeah, put him in cotton wool. He got that game wrapped up, get him off the field because <laughs> uh, he's certainly a linchpin for that side. And calf muscles as well. They're real, they play in your mind because they're a power injury, mm, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Had a few calf injuries late in my career and they are thing, and they plague you and they play on your mind too. Once you've had one, 
it's one of those things that, you know, and it worries me a little bit with with Kieran Fawn. Did you ever do time. anything with your ankle? Because you've got the skinniest ankles I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I blew out my ankle completely. I had to have an ankle <laughs> reconstruction. <laughs> Skinny ankles. You know, you know that that's a sign of an athlete. Did you know that? Oh, you can't make that up no, just because no, you've got them. No, no, no. I, I, Skinny ankles, Actually, mate. David Peachy had skinny ankles. Exactly, mate. No carbs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Skinny ankles. <laughs> okay, my uh, weekly workhorse was, again, probably I'm, I'm a little bit biased here, but I thought Damien Cook had his best game oh, of the yeah. season. Yeah. Cam Murray, 83 minutes, didn't come off. Cam Murray threw an intercept uh, to Daly Cherry Evans, but he's involved in so much. What, 50 tackles for Cook, 57 tackles for Cam Murray. And Cam Murray digs into the line and he, he offloads the mate, ball. He doesn't. And, he doesn't. Shirk any work, does he? Do you know what? I was standing, lucky enough to go on the dressing room after the game. I was so surprised standing next to him. He's not a big guy. I, I don't know. He may be, he may be 97 kilos. Oh, that's solid. Big calves, massive like cows. Mm. Yeah, massive mm. calves. Athlete. But, but I, uh, I was surprised how small he was and the workload he gets through is oh, just yeah. unbelievable. Let's uh, get to the break. After the break, we've got the Kia Top 7. And Steve from Dubbo, he said, I'll be filthy. I'll never listen to your show again if para aren't at least in the top three. Let's see after the break. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, we love this part of the show from all the great performances over the weekend, whether it's a team performance or an individual performance. uh, The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Brings you to Kia Top 7. And number 7, Rat, uh, was a oh. man that was playing. Oh, for the debut. Knights, Mars, yeah. you, who, who, da- who left the Titans, yep. went down to the to the um, Newcastle Knights and had an absolute blinder on the weekend. He Scored did, a eh? double on debut in a great win. Yep. And uh, number 6, the Kia Top 7, Sean Johnson. Is the old school Sean Johnson throwing mm. dummies, taking on the line. Uh, it was, it put him in front, the Warriors. Um up against the Bulldogs, and many believed uh, no try. There was an obstruction. He took Adam Fanua Blake to the line with him, threw the dummy. Reed Marnie fell for the dummy and tried to tackle Adam Fanua Blake. I thought play on. I thought it was beautiful no, rugby league. Yep. Yeah, um, mate. Number five, uh, Nico Hines' return. What a great return it was. Completion rate starting to improve for the Sharks, and what a difference it makes. Hines has been superb on return. It's like he's wearing the Delium medal around his neck. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's good. He's got so much time, hasn't he? Mm. You know the, the beautiful right to left that he passed out to that eastern side of, of Cogra? Mm. I think he'd be better as a six with more room. Yeah, I've, I've thought about that, actually. Because yeah. like, he's a great ball runner, and you sort of don't get as many options to run the ball at half as you do it in the six jersey. But, look, you know, they've got... Uh, um, Moylan at six, and yeah. you know he's probably only got a couple of years left in him. And they've mm. got young uh, Trindle there, who's goes real well, champion at the bit to get yeah. a start. He played well in the first three rounds. So. Now number four, what a game it was! We haven't even spoken about the game on Thursday night. It produced some amazing highlights for the rest of the year. And one right on full time, of course, was Nathan Cleary to take the game, the golden point, with one of the great field goals. Nathan Cleary's latched onto it. Cleary, Cleary, he has kicked one of the most 
remarkable two-point field goal. Champion oh, pressure. Some eat it, some get eaten by it. And Nathan Cleary was hungry. Oh, Joel Sugar Kane. Some, some eat it, some get eaten by it. Pressure. And he absolutely loved it, didn't he? Oh man, it was. It wasn't was, enough. It was, it was enough from, to go to goal. Oh point, mate, it right? was, and and you know, they had their chance to win the game, power it down to twelve men, um, but uh, they they coughed it up and um, gave the eels the chance. So, um, mate, that's the next the next play. The next uh, number three is uh, Mitchell Moses icing the game versus the Panthers in Golden Point. They're 15 metres out, ball goes back, Mitch Moses, Mitch Moses kicks it, million dollar Moses, there's a million reasons why they've backed him in, and Parramatta now have their first win of the season. I've got to say, not a lot of people have spoken about it, when he kicked the field goal, he jumped up and started rubbing his fingers together, it's like a little bit like show, show, me, the money. show me the money, yeah. baby, well they showed him, yeah, <laughs> and he absolutely. delivered, which is good, good so, stuff. the big moments. There you go, Steve from Dubbo, yeah, they're in the top three, the Parramatta Eels. And what a game this was on Friday night. The carnage on Caxton, which was mm, like the Dolphins up against the Brisbane Broncos. And about two or three minutes out from full time, the game in the balance. Anthony Milford tries, a, I think, a, a worthwhile risky kick across the trial line. Could have ended up in the hands of a Dolphins player. But it was Katoni Staggs. Here goes Katoni. Beats one. Up towards the 30. Staggs. He's over the halfway. Gilbert's chasing. What a call. Peter mm. Basaltis. Yeah, very good. What a finish. Great chase uh, by yeah, Tommy was. Gilbert as and, well. And, you know, I saw some criticism for that kick. Um, it was a good kick. He had it, to try it. it. Yeah. It, I mean, there was no time left. He, you know, put a great kick along. It could have gone anywhere. And um, gave him a chance. Fit, aren't they, Dolphins? They're really fit. So, is, is that not all you want from your team? You want them to just compete. And you can be a proud fan. And, and there'll be plenty of proud Give yourself a chance to Dolphin win with 10 fans. minutes to go. Yeah. yeah Number one. Number one is Lachlan Ilias delivering in probably the biggest moment for him as a young player. Um, the moment was huge and uh, he delivered a field goal to win the match. Lachlan Ilias to win it. He's done it. Lachlan Ilias is tonight's hero. It is a 22-year-old who wins the game for the South Sydney Rabbitohs on the night they honour one of their all-time greats. Yeah, great work. It's uh, a tremendous moment, uh, second golden point over the weekend. Let's get to a break and we'll get to Joel and Fletch after the break. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to Sats and Rat for Sports Day. We're nearly uh, in the final length of the show for the first night. Big weekend it was of sport, and we're going to have the last laugh and the last blast very soon. But now, each and every week, we love it. They're great guys. Joel and Fletch. And this is our chat with them earlier on. Scotty Sattler come in. G'day, boys. Hello, boys. How are you? Going good, gentlemen. Hello. Going real good. Um, we were just discussing, because you wouldn't have had this, we obviously had our uh, state elections, mm. and $16 for some school. Mm. I gather it's a school sugar. Yes. was charging $16 for a singer. Stop it. Yep. A, sa- well, a sausage singer. Yeah. Sausage a so- singer. Like, like the $2 ones you get at Bunnings. That's it. 
True. I think it was a bit of a fancy one, boys. Was it in the suburbs? Yeah. Uh, Correct. Was it, was, it was it in Mossman? Guilty. <laughs> no, I thought it was Mossman for sure. No, no, it wasn't Where Mossman. was it? Uh, double Bay? Um, oh, you're getting close they for sure. Need, they don't need in Double Bay. Yeah. Camptonville. What's well, on Eastern Camptonville. Suburbs? Where's that? In, oh, hang on. Sorry. No, 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 no. Um, a clever menu has been crafted at Camptonville Public School in Newtown with offerings including oh. the cost of living for $4.00. Camp it was just sausage on a roll. Camp it down. So it's a cost of living one. It's four bucks. Well, that's good. That's a good one. That's good. Yeah, that's the good. $16 one. Uh, Paddington. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you oh, go. yeah. Not standard. far. That, that's, 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 no one's turning their nose up at that in Paddington. That's exactly. standard. <laughs> no way. That's out of the console, that, isn't it? <laughs> they turn the, they turn their nose up if you ask for regular milk. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, can I have a coffee with heavy milk? Well, you don't want a, a milk from a yak? Yeah. Yak milk. Yak milk. I wouldn't mind, though. Speaking about unusual <laughs> foods, boys, we've got uh, Marco. Big Marco. Yeah, a big Scottish, uh, yeah. big haggis loving, just loves haggis. neck and haggis. Afternoon, boys. Um, what is haggis again? What is it? Uh, it's gut. Uh, lung, lungs, livers, and, and kidneys all minced oh, up at the shop. Sounds beautiful. <laughs> yeah, gorgeous. Mm. Gorgeous it is. Oh, mm. can't get around it. Hey, Satsy, uh, yeah. it was good to have you here on Saturday, mate. And then you're obviously heading off to the football. Uh, terrific finish. And, and I think the, the fitting part was that the 13 score line, to win 13 yeah. points to 12. I'm sure many people have pointed that out to you. But um, what a way they, they fought hard. They they represented your dad well, I would have thought. Yeah, they did. And, and I've got to say thank you to Nick Pappas and Blake Solly, Mark Ellison, one of their former players, and Jason, Jason Demetrio, the way they um, they celebrated the old man and, and the family, welcomed the family on, on Saturday night. It was outstanding. And, to the Manly fans as well, I've got to say thank you for your appreciation and your respect. Uh, the the moment silence before the game in the in the huddle was was haunting. I've got to say, um, and and then um, yeah, the, the way that it finished out was amazing. And and some of the parallels so you just mentioned some of them just then, like finishing on 13, 13 12, which was yeah, added up as twenty five. The game was played on the twenty fifth of March. The Halftime score at 12-6 was the same scoreline in the 70 grand final. Um, yeah, there's all these uh, yeah, all these parallels out of the game. So, yeah, it was a great way to finish. And, um, yeah, they, they do it really well, South. They do the you know, the historical part of their club, I think, better than most in the in the competition. I'm biased, of course, but it was outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, C- Cody Walker's 13th career double. Yeah. You know, there was plenty of that. Uh, mate, well done. And um, I, I know it's been a huge week for you, Uh Draining week, yep. proud week, all, all those sorts of words I'm sure you could use. Yeah, can I also say um, thank you, Joel, for getting me through on Saturday as well, mate. I really appreciate that. Yourself and Dougie Bollinger and, and AP, Adrian Prasanko. And to there's a lot of listeners in Sydney and, and the Hunter Valley and those areas there where Dad's from around Curry who are thinking about coming up to the Gold Coast for the funeral, which is on Friday, this Friday on the Gold Coast at 11 o'clock Queensland time. But in saying that, we are going to have something in the coming weeks. We're going to work around the, the schedule with South Sydney just so it doesn't hijack and interrupt their their games as well, is that um, we're going to be doing something around Redfern Oval with some of his ashes. So we'll oh, give people beautiful. down in Sydney and Newcastle an opportunity to, to be part of that. It'll be an, an open an open session as well. And I do say, uh, Brian, I ran into your mate, Russell. Oh, yes. Brucing. I'm Brucing here, Russell Crowe in the dressing sheds. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant Russell Aiken. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, Fletcher, obviously you know him better, but you're sort of seeing one of the biggest stars in the world, and he's sort of just you know, standing in the dressing sheds with a tracksuit on and just looking like a regular mm. Joe Bro. You had a trackie on. 
tracksuit top. Yeah, tracksuit. Yeah, tracksuit top. Yeah, I think he likes it. I Pretty think he's beyond. All, he's beyond all that now. Like he knows he's a. He's, yeah, he's so big. A huge that he's just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Sats, I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I know you. You um, came down to Sydney to play. Obviously, did, did we, was there any ever offers from sales? Yeah, I um, when I was seventeen, and I just didn't want to go to Sydney early, and then in. Uh, two, 1998, I was at the Gold Coast Chargers and I heard that the Gold Coast were going to be kicked out of the comp at the end of 1998. And so I was talking to Penrith and I'd gone down and seen Penrith and Royce and, and then Manly as well and South. And I remember saying to Dad, I'm not going to play for South ever because, you know, I play in jersey number 13. That's your jersey. That needs to that needs to be ta- – shouldn't be tainted by my horrible efforts. So um, – and then he said, oh, okay, well, it looks like it's going to be Penrith. And I went – well, no, I haven't been to see Manly. And he goes, if you play for Manly, I'll never watch oh. you play rugby league ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, grew, was, I grew up hating Manly. Yeah. yeah. And w- I don't know if you've seen it, Sats, but they, Bobby McCarthy was on the South Instagram talking about – I'd never heard this story about what happened when he was in the dressing rooms afterwards. Have you seen that? Uh, what you, Bob was talking about when he's in the bath? The, yeah. He's, they, in the SCG, there's a – there's a bathtub area and he had the door closed and he was pushing his – because he was shattered in three places and he was pushing his jaw back together and trying to grit down on his on his mouth guard and um, and Clive came in and said, you've got to come out and tell the press what's going on. They know what's happening. And he was he was meant to be the captain for the 1970 World Cup that year. And um, and so he, they let all, the, they let all the, the press in while he was sitting on the edge of the bathtub with the towel around his waist and they said, oh, Sats, we heard you broke your jaw. And he went to say, "No, nah, it's all good." And as he did that, all his jaw fell apart. Oh, and yeah. and apparently the yeah the journo's a couple of them fainted and one vomited and yeah, it's pretty brutal. Because like local injections wouldn't have been around there. No, right. no, they no. rushed him to the hospital after that, and he was wired up uh, on f- four parts of his jaw and yeah. So and they opened up the front of his his front teeth so he could fit a straw through it where mum would mulch up some veg- uh, was it vegetable steak and gravy and that's the only way he could he could drink something. So you know how like baldness misses a, a generation? Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. does, obviously toughness does as well, so for <laughs> you. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know whether he was tough or stupid. <laughs> hey? so, I, can't imagine, I can't imagine that. Yeah. How can you play every time... And then, then the footage I saw, they knew his jaw was broken, and they were, manly were into him again. Oh yeah, yeah, they were they were ripping into him. Yeah, Billy Hamilton and those guys. John Bucknell left the field because uh, Bobby McCarthy and Gary Stevens they they really loosened him up actually. And at halftime, Bobby McCarthy because apparently the old men used to always rip into players if they missed a tackle. And and at halftime, Bobby McCarthy, who's his closest friend, walked up to him and said, "Hey, Sats, you missed a couple of tackles out there. You need to pull your." You know, pull your finger out. And John O'Neill, Lurch, God rest his soul, walked up to Macca and he goes, mate, he's broken his jaw. So he walked over and he looked at Dad and his, his jaw was all in, you know, three or four different angles. And um, he said, oh, sorry, mate. So then they tried to protect him in the second half and he got a little bit dirty at him. And, yeah, so some good stories to come out of yeah. out of that. Yeah. Uh, hey, Big Marky, um, can you tell That's me in right. Scotland what um, caber tossing is? Yeah, so it's you basically get a big tree, big mm. like a big stick. Yep. It's like ten feet tall. Yep. So wide I can I mean I'm showing the boys here. And you just hold it between your hands. Yeah. 
and you've got to lift it up into the air. Mm. And it's, got, it's not about how far you th- toss the cable. It's about how straight you get the cable. Oh, right. Oh, so how it lands. So, so it you could just, like, oh, drop it, it in front of you, really. You've got to try and – it's got to flip over and land at perfectly at 12 o'clock. If it oh, lands. wow. Oh, now, boys, okay. can I actually jump in here? Yeah. Heidi and I on Saturday going to Bundanoon for the Scottish Highland Games. Oh, is that right? right? So, wow. Yeah. Mark I, from Bundanoon will be down there. Yep. Heidi's yeah. obviously Scottish. I'm his support crew. Yep. Bundanoon. And I, so I just like wearing dresses with no undies Kilts. on. Kilts. That's right. The dress. It's very offensive. That's what Southern Highland, isn't it? Bundanoon? Yeah, down at Bundanoon. Yeah. So we're going down on Saturday. Nice. They've only given us an hour because oh. apparently they take it really really serious. Yeah. Why, so what do you mean? They've given you an hour to like do your stuff and get yeah, out of the to way? Yeah, to just oh, toss yeah. a few cabers. The place of deep gullies. Long. That's how they. That's just how it's described. Mm. Bundanoon. Bundanoon. What other exercises or events would I be doing? Uh, there's a stone throw, which yes. is you get a big stone and you throw it over your heads. Like uh, a bit oh, like uh, a bit like on brave a shot put hammer throw. And, and, how, and how is that yeah. voted upon? Is that distance? Yeah. That's height. That one's height. Oh, so, how do they measure that? Do you know like pole vaults where yeah. you jump over a pole and you go higher and higher and higher? You do the same. You throw it backwards over your head over a pole. Oh, gotcha. And oh. the higher you get, the more. So a Polish gentleman will be down there. Yeah. Po- yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you this? Um, where does this stem from? Was this something? To, was this like the oh, Scottish? Part of my head. I don't know. I just kind of grew up with it. Okay. Before it was probably before they had TV and stuff. They probably decided. Well, I mean, the mm. Scots invented the TV. Come on. Oh, the, the, really? the listeners yeah, will let right? us know. Yeah. yeah. The caber toss, and the only reason I know of the caber toss, it was on one of those computer games back as a kid, like one of those Olympic sort of oh, summer Olympics. Or do you remember uh, it, Brooksy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The caber toss was on that. That's the only way. Oh, no. Is that, is that the one where you had to push the buttons real fast to make it? Yeah, yeah. Stuff? yeah. yeah that was twenty cent piece running across the, Correct. the buttons. Oh. Hyperolympics. Okay. You know, isn't is it true, Mark, that in Scotland porridge making is a sport during one yeah. of the seasons? Yeah, it happens in the the town of mm. Calendar, and it's the Spurtle Awards. Mm. <laughs> we have something similar up here. It's porridge stirring. I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that go down. Same motion. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go. You got to go because we're in the southern hemisphere. Clockwise. Clockwise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey boys, any A grades? Any A grades? Anyone who thinks that Anthony Seabold is having a go at Anthony Seabold for falling asleep in a Maccas after the Parramatta oh, no. Eels yeah. win, play on, Seabs. Well done. Mm. Yeah, play on. I will say this. I, I also agree with that. It's not going to outrage me. But oh, you got to you got to yeah. box a bit smarter as a head coach. You do. But he was yeah. just resting. Was he not let to rest? No, but if you're Schindler's... Probably you're... not there. How do you yeah. know he's Schindler's? Well, I have was no do- problem with it, Brian. It was a dodgy double... And the outrage brigade, I'm not part of that. But at the same time, you're on your second chance. Just... I think you, yeah, I think you. Yeah, realize, and it? and probably all the all, all the all the guys that are get all the people that are given Selby a hard time for leaving rugby league to take up his opportunity. It just yeah, just mm. wake up. That's your yeah. A grade. Yeah, that's my A grade. My A grade's rat for taking injections to make him look. Melanotin, melanotin, it's called melanotin. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's but it's not. <laughs> but I don't take it. Now, well, you were, you were super brown. Like, even no, Joel's it's from yeah. golf, mate. That's what it's from. Spending time out on the glades. Oh, yeah, last night, yeah. Just enjoying. I, yeah, I, well, I, I did watch it back. I did look very tanned. Mm. Yeah, you look, yeah. Like, uh, you look like a bodybuilder. No, but you know why? <laughs> you know when they, you know yeah. when they flex yeah. and they're yeah. just all oiled up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you, you did. The reason I think that you're legit is because it looked a bit sort of fairer below her. Yeah, so yeah, you've no, clearly been wearing a golf shirt. Yes. The other thing I noticed on the program, I don't know how long you've been doing this for, Brian, yeah. where it looks pretty cool how, look, uh, Heine wears the same colour shirt that you wear as pants and vice versa. Yes. Uh, I don't even know that. So he's got the navy pants on, you've got the navy top on. I don't know how you've been running this little shtick for. Yeah, my but, wife picked but, that up. 
Yeah. Yep. No, well, I'm just – because I'm all solid, so Nathan's copied me again. Yeah, but you Nathan's do the reverse all... here. It's nice. Yeah. Mm. You buy the set and you just swap tops. It's good. Um, anyway, boys, yeah, we look boys. forward to the show, the rest of the oh, show. Oh, hang on, boys, before you go, the yep. male version of the, the glass, it's called a squashed rat. A squashed rat. Oh, is that right? <laughs> rat. So there you go. I want you to practice it on your way home. A squashed, a squashed rat. rat. Yeah. Yeah. Squashed rat. Yeah. That was from Trent. <laughs> California Games on the Commodore 64 was the, uh, the caber toss, says Rob. Nice. Good on you, mate. Uh, well done, boys. See you, legends. Cheers, boys. See you, See you lads. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yes, it is, and we are about to uh, head home. Thanks very much for all your input throughout the show. Uh, we're going to get to as many of these text messages yeah, as possible. Plenty to get through. People have their opinion. We want to. Uh, we want everyone to have their opinion and, and try and uh, also have a little bit of conversation on the back of it. So I'll, I'll start off. We've had a number of topics. There's Gutho. There is uh, Anthony Griffin. The rugby union switch from Suali'i to um, to rugby union from Suali'i, I should say. We asked about what players do you think the uh, the uh, rugby union would be obviously are targeting and and uh, four six four here beefy from Dremoyne says Payne Haas as a number six breakaway or twelve inside centre. It'd be devastating. Oh, oh mate, he oh. would be devastating. I mean, he's just a he's, he's a he's a freak athlete. Like his yep. genetics just allow him to run all day, and he's just a monster. Um, mate, yeah, it's a um, yeah, <laughs> mate, he'd be great. But uh, what, what about this one from Adrian from Rousseau? If I'm an All Black, I'd break the ba- if I'm the All Blacks, I'd break the bank to sign Joe Manu. He's the best player in rugby league. Be a great player in rugby union. By the way, Cameron Serrato cannot persist with Flanagan at seven. <laughs> you always got <laughs> to get that one. It's in. either Flanagan or David Fafita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Joey Manu, yeah, he'd be an interesting. Oh, one. mate, he could play it, mate. He'd, Again, another uh, yeah, centre, uh, another freak of an athlete, yep. and um, just can do it all. Great, great hands and great ability to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just in relation to the uh, the tribute on Saturday night. Well, let me read that one, Sats. Oh, I was just going to say thank you for, for your kind words, Reptile. Yeah, yeah thank yeah, you very much, mate. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he, he, yeah, and the way you have handled things, Sats, you're a testament to your family, mate, and, and congratulations on that. And Yeah, we've all been thinking of you, buddy. Yeah, thank you, mate. Now, Michael, mm. hey, boys, watching Fox after the South game, it looked incredible. All eyes from everyone in that room was just focused on Jason Demetrio and what he was saying. I wish there was sound because it looked special. That win in the last meet, month was pretty impressive. Yeah, so basically, uh, also, so it's heard you talk about Russell, but there's another bloke you need to get in with, Cameron, Cameron Brooks. Yeah, so what Jason Demetrio was saying in that speech, he was just saying he, he was so proud of the way they handled the whole week and how emotional it was and how they didn't let that override them, but how they used that in those final stages to to win the game. He he um, identified Keon Kulamatangi, 80 minutes was outstanding. He had to spend some time in the front row because they've lost three yeah, front rows. Mate, I, I was, I was, Cook, I was shocked Murray. that they moved into the middle. Yeah. Because oh, he's been so devastating on that edge. But they just had and, to. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. And mate, he stood up, which was which is really outstanding. Impressive. Yeah, yeah. I got a I got a, a message sent directly to my phone. It says you and Jack would literally have Gutho's baby. Every time you watch him, you dance around like lunatic shouting Gutho. That's the only reason I know him. That's from my wife. Oh, that's Jack, your son. <laughs> yeah, is it? Jack and I. Yeah, we, 
I do love Gutho. I, I love that bloke. And uh, yeah, I just, I'm, I, like I said to you, Sats, I'm a little torn on this one. I just, mm. you know, I think he's, um, yeah, he's been a little bit mistreated there. Um, yeah, look, there's other ways you can look at it, but yeah, yeah mate, absolutely. Thank you, Shane from Cost, for your kind words as well. I'm, I'm glad to be back. Um, and the bunnies, this is from Rooster Mungrel. Rat, out of respect for Worm, I'll address the following to you. It's fair to say that the shocking forward pass decision cost Manly victory, or at least went a long way towards doing so. If I can answer that as well, yeah, it was. It, it was, was a, a bad call. It was a bad call, but there was still a couple of defenders in front of Tommy Trevojevic. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. wasn't a given, but yeah, look, it, it, you, you can't get those calls wrong. We shouldn't be getting those calls yeah, wrong in this game. Ordinary, you know, it? it was a. Yeah, it was a bad one. Um, uh, in terms of Gutho, Gutho is to Para what Tedesco is to the Roosters. You don't do this to your champion players mm. from seven six seven four. Yeah, I tend to agree. And another Gutho one, they they should go after the St Helens fullback Steve from Dubbo. Yeah, we've we've, we've mentioned that um, Jack Wellsby. Yeah, good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey boys, Queensland blocker here. Didn't Para just spend a million plus on a game breaker? Exactly. They did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's what he's saying. Why do we need another X factor? If you're a Parramatta fan, because we've just spent over a million on a guy that's that's an X factor. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, got, I just got a message in here from uh, seven six four saying, "Rat, give your brother's maiden giga plug on the sixth of April, twenty uh, on the on on six pm on the twenty first of April at the Condong Bolo. Uh, I'll be down there at that at that uh, at that gig, and, and I'm pretty confident that seven six four might actually be my brother's is phone that Donnie? number. <laughs> yeah, Donnie. Was he in a band? He's is a he? muso. No, he is plays he really? plays individually. Yeah, he's killing it, mate. He's doing really well. What's so, the genre? Oh, mate, he plays a lot of country, a lot of... Really, oh, wow. Yeah, mate, he, How good's that? He's, he's killing it. So, yeah, I'll be down there at the uh, Condong Bolo on the 21st of April at 6pm, so get down there and have a beer with me. It'd be good. Yeah, Nick from Newcastle said, great to see the Knights finally showing some mongrel. Yeah, they did yesterday. They showed a lot of mongrel up against the Raiders. Yeah, mate, and, and they had to. I mean, that uh, it, it's... Um, and again, like I say, you just want your teams to be in the fight yep. and give themselves hope. And um, you know, Newcastle did that. And I, I, I had a little bit of a sly dig at the at the Knights last last night on the Matty, on the Late Show with Matty Johns, and you know, it was a bit tongue in cheek. But the, you know, they haven't been performing. And yeah, um, mate, Lockie Miller has been their standout, but they all stood He's up yesterday. Good. Yeah, uh, Rooster Muzz, give uh, give Cohen Daddy Vass a call after the show. He'll give you his his contact email address. He's got a photo there. He thinks. I really like. Thanks for your text messages throughout the night. Now time for this before we go. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. He says, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, I, I met a guy at a course stadium on Saturday night. He's mm, telling me about, right. yeah, he's telling me about how um, he does some weird things. And he, he dipped his testicles in glitter. Oh, right. Yeah, I know. Pretty nuts, eh? Hey? <laughs> oh, glitter balls. <laughs> Did you like Daddy Vass? Oh, oh, thank you for your text messages, everyone. Thanks to Kia for supporting Sports Day. This is Sats and Rat. We'll see you tomorrow night.